get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kiley. Happy to go out to the 101 ESPN hotline to be joined by John Denton. He's the Cardinals insider for MLB.com. We always appreciate him joining us here on the show. John, let's open up with the start that we saw last night from Dakota Hudson. Uh, another solid one. This wasn't like as overwhelming as the previous start for him, but looked pretty good. Gave you five innings, gave you a chance to win, kept you in it. What are we seeing right now in your mind that is different from Dakota Hudson that we didn't see earlier in the season? Well, he's throwing the slider, which which helps. Uh, last night, he wasn't that great. Uh, the, the time before, it was as, as good as he's ever thrown it. Last night was more side to side, didn't have as much drop to it. So he kind of had to survive with his sinker. He had to survive with his changeup last night. Uh, but, you know, this is three starts in a row now that he's put together. And, uh, you know, if you look at Dakota Hudson's career record, I think it's like 35 and 17 because he's three and oh this year. Uh, you know, I know we've picked at his flaws and at times, you know, last year, you know, he walked way too many guys. He nibbled too much. He worked too slow, but he's a different guy right now. And, you know, he kind of realizes that his career's on the line and he's kind of just throwing it out there and said, Hey, I'm going to attack guys. I'm going to give them my best stuff and whatever happens happens. And, you know, he's a totally different guy than he was last year. And, He's building some cred for next year. You know, I, I, I see if he keeps this up, I see no reason why he couldn't be that fourth or fifth starter and, you know, a, a veteran who you know you can absolutely depend on. Some of us in this room, uh, John, me, uh, are on the deck as an ace bandwagon, so we've never left <laughs> off of that. We never doubted him once. And others thought came coming into the season <laughs> yeah. that this was going to be a rebound yeah. season for him. And, well, <laughs> yeah. we've regretted those comments a bit. Don't ask me what I said two weeks yeah. ago, John. What is now important <laughs> is Dak is back for this Cardinals team. But, but John, that, that fifth spot in the rotation next year, it does seem like it could be some internal competition or at least competition competition for the depth position that they didn't have this year uh, of Dak, uh, Dakota Hudson, Matthew Libertor, and Zach Thompson. Do you think those three names are in the Cardinals minds up for that competition? Yeah, I think so. I think, I mean, you can throw McGreevy and, and Graceffo and Connor Thomas in there too. And, you know, I think one of those guys will get one of those spots. If you go into an off season needing one starting pitcher, especially at number one, like that's a daunting task. If you need two, that's really difficult, and then three is almost impossible. So I look for him to fill one of those spots internally. Uh, Dak definitely has the edge up right now. Uh, if you're going by just stuff, Zach Thompson's probably the best one of, of all the bunch. But, you know, is he landing the curveball? Is he throwing the slider the way he did the other day? Uh, eight strikeouts and in four innings. Uh, Zach Thompson was a former first-round pick for a reason. He's got incredible stuff. He said the other day, he said, I've watched more Clayton Kershaw video and film and tape than I have of Adam Wainwright. Like, he's, 
he's tried to model his game after Clayton Kershaw, and that was impressive the other day. But I would say Dak has the head up. You know, you 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 need to fill one of these three spots internally because you're not going to go into free agency signing three starting pitchers. So. Dak would probably have the the heads up uh, for maybe that fifth spot next season. The big storyline and the obvious one, John, going into today's game is Matthew Liberatore making his return to Tampa Bay. And I would imagine you're going to see Randy Rosarena back in the lineup tonight uh, for the Rays. So you'll see those two guys go up against one another. Uh, we know what the issues are with Matthew Liberatore. Opposing right-handed hitters are batting 340 against him this year with an OPS nearing 1,000. What are you hoping to see from him tonight, especially as I would imagine the emotion is going to be there uh, to back him up? Uh, BK, we were joking the other night, if if Randy hits a home run or if uh, Libertor strikes Randy out, Twitter may combust in St. Louis. So yep. it'll, it'll, it'll definitely be something to see. Uh, you know, I mean, the first thing I look for first and foremost and the thing the Cardinals look for from Libertor is, is, is velocity. You know, can, can he's a guy who's thrown 95, 96 in his past. Why is he at 92, 93 in the second and third innings? Why can't he hold on to his velocity? You know what? He can survive, uh, you know, with, with his stuff if he's throwing 95, 96, as he's done before. But when he's throwing 91, 92, 93, you know, the Cardinals really wonder what's going on. And they've kind of turned up the pressure on him. They've turned up the screws. They have him doing some, uh, you know, intense uh, weight workouts. They're having him, you know, go through his mechanics and try to make sure everything's synced up. They know the velocity is there. He's got the big curveball. Uh, he's, he's working with the slider a little bit. But he can't survive in this league through a 91-92. It's got to be more like 95-96. And, you know, that will be a sign right away. If You know, the, the first couple of batters, if he's in the 91-92 range, he's probably going to get, going to get hit hard. Uh, but he needs to throw harder, and he needs to do it for longer. Uh, that that gives him the best chance to, to succeed tonight. John, speaking of Twitter exploding, uh, it's done so over these last couple of nights where Tyler O'Neill was in the lineup, then out of the lineup, and then we've kind of heard uh, his thoughts on him not feeling the greatest. Where do you think the frustration level stands with the Cardinals on Tyler O'Neill? Yeah, you know, uh, this, this is real. Um, you know, they, you talk to anybody in the organization, and the first thing they say is health with Tyler O'Neill. There's no question about his talent. It's just you know, you, as the saying in the NFL, you can't make the club from the tub. You know, you ability, you got to be out there every night. And, you know, I, I talked to Tyler O'Neill the other night, and he was really upset. And uh, this is something that came out of the blue Sunday night as they were flying to Florida. Uh, Monday had hurt him a little bit. He thought, okay, I'll get out and run around on Tuesday. He ran down a ball that you wouldn't believe in batting practice. And, you know, he hit a couple balls in, you know, deep into the seats. And you think, okay, Tyler's locked in and ready. And then he gets scratched. And we were told that, oh, he'll be back tomorrow night, and then he got scratched again. So, uh, you know, if if he doesn't play tonight, I, I think there will be red flags. Uh, you know, Tyler has said, he said the other night to me, he said, I have to understand that different surfaces affect my body differently. And, you know, uh, this was a place, Tampa, last year where Nolan Arenado had trouble with his back playing on this turf. And I, I think they are kind of worried about sending him out there on the turf. But, you know, if he doesn't play tonight, I, I think, you know, there, this is – something to really be concerned about and you have to seriously consider putting him on the injured list again which is disappointing because he's played really well these last 15 games john wasn't he taking bp and he was going out there and shagging fly balls and everything like i just listen man i'm not a pro athlete and i get it. it they know their bodies better than anybody else but 
it's nine innings. Like we're, we're not talking about yeah. going out there and for the entire 162 game season, you're now a Tampa Bay Ray and you've got to be on their turf for 81 of those games. They're not playing him three straight days anymore. They're only playing him five out of seven at most during a, a week. Like you, you can't do two games on the Tampa Bay Rays turf. That's too much to ask for Tyler O'Neill. Now it's, it, it does seem kind of strange to me. I love angry BK. I, yeah. I can hear it in his voice. He's, I love it. He's very frustrated, John. He's I, he's cried twice today. I, well, I, th- I think it's some of this is me lashing out because I allowed you myself think? to get back in on Tyler O'Neill two weeks ago. And then he has the thing where he's like, you know what? I can't play. My knees hurt. And I, I just I'm trying to imagine uh, you mentioned him, Nolan Arenado, being on one side of the clubhouse when his back is on fire for the 50th time so far this season. And he's going out there and playing 155 games. And on the other side of the clubhouse, you've got Tyler O'Neill who's saying, hey, I got to worry about the playing surface. And I just I I can't imagine that makes Nolan Arenado thrilled right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, definitely everybody in that organization would love to see him play through things a little more. Uh, You know, there are some athletes who who don't want to play unless they're 100 percent. There are some athletes who will push through stuff. And, you know, we all know there's a difference between hurting and being injured. Uh, you know, and and there are guys who play through hurt and pains all the time. Uh, if you're injured, you can't play. Uh, you know, it's it's frustrating. I get it. I, I I feel the same thing. Talking to Tyler the other night, he felt the same thing. He's like, I finally get on a roll, and now this came up. Uh, he's just trying to be smart. Uh, you know, one factor in this, you also have to understand. Nolan Arenado's made 150 million dollars in this game, 200 million dollars in this game. Tyler hadn't gotten that big contract yet. You know, free agency is not too far off. Scott Boris is his agent. You know, I'm sure there are people in his ear telling him, hey, if you don't feel 100%, don't go out there and risk it and, you know, make yourself look bad or hurt your hurt yourself down the line. Uh, some of that plays into this. That's, that's real-life stuff that I know fans don't want to hear, but it's 100% real. Uh, but, I, I, like I said, I think Tyler O'Neill will play tonight, but if he doesn't, sound the alarms. John, I know a lot can change between now and 2024, but how do you view the construction of the outfield for next year? Yeah, it's uh, that, that's going to be interesting. I mean, all the way back in February, January, my number one issue was how is the outfield going to play out? And here we are, what, in August, and we still don't really have a resolution. Uh, you know, I, I think they're going to have to move one or two of these guys. I think, you know, I, I doubt Tyler will be on this roster next year. Uh, he's their most attractive trade piece. Uh, Dylan Carlson will get some interest around the league. Uh, Dylan needs to hit the ball left-handed better. Um, you know, I, I, I think they kind of know what their outfield is going to be. I think it's, you know, it's going to be Jordan Walker. It's going to be Lars Newbar. And then, you know, that third, third one, maybe he's up to choice. Uh, it's going to be Brendan Donovan. Sometimes it's going to be Tommy Edmonds sometimes. Uh, but, you know, I, I think they're going to, you know, they know they have to get pitching, you're probably only going to get one of those guys in free agency. You're going to have to, 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 to get one of those guys through a trade. Well, for Tyler O'Neill, if he can stay healthy, if he can finish this season strong, will be one of your most attractive trade assets if you absolutely refuse to trade Nolan Gorman. Uh, you know, every team that calls is going to want Nolan Gorman. Every team that calls is going to want Mason Wynn or Jordan Walker. If you are dead set on not trading those guys, well, Tyler O'Neill or Dylan Carlson are probably your next uh, – next best trade options. So there's still a lot to play out. Here we are eight, nine months into this. We still don't have a lot of resolution with the outfield, but the, the Cardinals really could use Tyler O'Neill finishing, you know, getting healthy and finishing this season the right way. 
Final question that I've got for John Denton. You can read his work over at Cardinals.com and follow him on Twitter at John Denton 555. John, you had a piece up today on Lars Newtbar, and that's why I want to ask you about. He leads the Cardinals this year and wins above replacement. The only player on the team with a higher OPS than him is Nolan Arenado. And I was looking this up yesterday since the start of last year. He's got a better OPS plus than Luis Robert, Wander Franco, Kyle Schwarber, Marcus Simeon, Ozzy Albies, all of whom everybody would consider to be legitimate superstars around the league. What are we watching right now with the development of Lars Nubar in this Cardinals outfield? You know, BK, all that you just said, and that was after a first half that he was angry at himself. He was seething about. He knew he had more potential than he was playing. Uh, he blamed himself partly for the reason for the Cardinals struggles. Look at him since the All-Star break, 326, uh, 616 uh, slugging, uh, 427 on-base percentage. He's hit seven home runs since the break. Like, you see this kid blossoming. He did the same thing last year. Uh, And Cardinal fans need to know, there are players that it absolutely burns up every night if they don't win. Like, they're really upset. Like, Lars Newbark cares. He cares deeply. He cares about his own game. He cares about the team. Uh, he worked his butt off over the All-Star break last year. He did the same thing this year. As soon as Nolan Arenado got finished with the All-Star game, he called him and said, when can we hit? When can we hit? He went to his facility in South in, in Southern California. They hit a couple times a day. He's really turned his season around. I mean, this second half is showing the potential and why this organization loves him so much. All that said, his teammates love him even more because of that smile and that infectious energy and the way he approaches defense and the way he'll take a walk and get on base to help the team. So, you know, Cardinal fans are starting to see the the, the potential that, that this organization believes is there with, with Lars Newbar. You guys asked yesterday about the gamer thing uh, with Newt. I feel like that's something with Newtbar and Donovan. I, I've mentioned on the air, John, recently that those are the two guys that I just I would not want to trade if you can at all avoid it this offseason. And it's in part because of that, because of what you're talking about. It burns deep inside of them, uh, the winning side of things. They're both winning baseball players. And that's if I'm the Cardinals, that's what I want to build around. So it'll be interesting to see what the rest of the season looks like for him, to yep. say the least. John, we appreciate the time, man. Thank you so much for hopping on with us today. I know it's busy down there uh, while you're covering the Cardinals in Tampa Bay. Try to keep yourself cool while you're down there. We'll talk with you again (laughs) soon, my friend. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Take care.